this story is about the Queen's coronation and four subsequent jubilees. But mainly it's about my mum, Julie. She lived in Leek, in the Staffordshire Moorlands. She grew up in a normal terraced house that looked much the same as every other terraced house where people who worked in the mills and factories lived. She married my dad Richard in May 1952 and quickly became pregnant with me. My dad grew up in a similar terrace house to my mum, but they didn't see much of each other because he got into grammar school and then he got a scholarship to go to university. After university, he moved back to Leek when he got a job nearby as a solicitor. He then met my mum when they went to watch a film at the Palace Theatre. My mum's dad, Bert, my granddad, thought he was some kind of shiny god. Anyway, let's begin this story on the Queen's coronation in 1953 at my gran and granddad's small terraced house. Have you seen Desert Rats? It's on at the Grand. It was brilliant. It sounds like a war thing, Dad. Not really my sort of film. It's got Richard Burton in. You like him? Um, I do, yeah. Maybe I'll see if Richard wants to go. Is it on at the palace? I refuse to go to the palace. Why? It should have stayed the palace ice rink. We don't need three cinemas. Your dad used to take me skating all the time. I, I sort of remember when it was an ice rink. I was very young, though. Bit of a shame it's not there anymore. If it wasn't a cinema, you might not have met Richard. And it's nice to have lots of choices of things to watch, isn't it? With all the money you're splashing out on this television, you won't be able to afford to go and see anything out anymore. Right, I'm going back through before I get it in the air again. The Queen will be arriving soon. I'll give you a shout when she comes. All right, see you in a minute. We can't afford it. I don't know why he did it. Who owns a television? They'll be living off tripe all year. Well, he still likes tripe. I don't want to live off tripe. And he won't want to go without his beer. You'll be fine, Mum. I'm sure you won't have to live off tripe. You've got more money now, it's just the two of you. But your baby's due any day now. I want to be able to help out. Richard's doing fine, so just enjoy the fact that you've got it and all the neighbours think you're really posh. <laughs> well, that's another thing. He's invited the whole street to watch this coronation. We're stuck in the kitchen because there's no room in there. No, you're in the kitchen because the grub's in here and they've all brought enough food to feed an army. Oh, go on, have another jam tart. I couldn't eat another thing. You won't need to eat tripe this week. You'll have enough leftovers to last a month. I tell you what, Mum, he's proud as punch in there. I haven't seen him this happy in ages. Oh, I know. He thinks he's king of the street. You should join Dad in there. The Queen will be arriving any moment. Are you coming through? I will in a minute. I'm just cooling down. There's a lot of bodies in there. I don't think this baby likes the heat. He's kicking like crazy. That can be a sign they're ready to come out. Don't say that. Can you imagine? With half the street here. You're feeling all right, though, aren't you? I'm fine. I'm just a bit warm. Go and join Dad. 
You'll kick yourself if you miss the Queen getting out of the carriage. All right. But you make sure you let us know if you don't feel right. I'm fine. Just go. Go on, Mum. Shoo, shoo. You're going to miss the Queen's arrival. Margaret, Julie, the Queen's arriving. Come in. Are you coming? I will in a bit. Go on, you go. I'm fine. <sighs> Peace at last. We just need a minute alone, don't we, Doc? You better not be coming today, though. I'm not ready yet. At least wait until we're back home. And preferably when your dad hasn't had a drink. You do know talking to yourself is a sign of madness. And yes, I have had a drink, but if you can't toast the Queen of England on her coronation, when can you toast her? So you're getting drunk because you think that's what the Queen wants? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she does. And besides, I've been stuck in there with your dad's mate, Len. Have you spoken to that man? Because if there's a prize going for the most boring man in England, I have found the winner. Do you know what he's been talking about for the last half hour? Steam locomotives and his stance on the dieselisation of British Rail. Dieselisation of British Rail? Yeah, he's against it. Because Len really, really likes steam locomotives. And Len seems to think I also really, really like steam locomotives. I have nothing against steam locomotives, whilst also having no significant interest in steam locomotives. Now, I certainly gave Len no indication that I had any interest in steam locomotives. In fact, I, it was pretty obvious to everyone in the room that I had no interest in steam locomotives. <laughs> everyone, that is, except Len. You weren't rude to him, were you? You can't be rude to Len. Len is oblivious to what anyone is thinking, feeling or saying. If Len wants to tell you about the steam locomotives running from Leak Station, it wouldn't matter if you said, Len, I have literally no damn interest in what steam trains are running from Leak Station. Len would take that as, please tell me all about the steam locomotives running from Leak Station. You didn't say that, did you? No, but I did say I was getting a car so I wouldn't have to use the railway. <laughs> and he responded by telling me more about steam locomotives. Oh, and then your mum came in, and I went, Hey, Len, you know who loves steam locomotives? Margaret does. She's always talking about them. So Len's now talking to your mum. You didn't. I did. Oh, you meanie. And your dad keeps introducing me as Richard, my son-in-law. He went to university. Oh, he's proud of you. None of our family ever went to university. None of mine did. Exactly. You should be proud of yourself too. Well, should I introduce myself to people as Richard? I went to university. Yeah. Yeah, you should. <laughs> hey, has the Queen arrived yet? Yes. Are you coming through? I will in a minute. Oh, I'm feeling really warm and it's, oh, it's cooler in here. Are you feeling all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Hey, I've just a queen look. Very young. Oh, I think she's just what this country needs. She's a breath of fresh air. I should have heard the crowd when she arrived. She did look amazing. Hey, what are you still doing in here? You're missing it. It'll be a long time before there's another coronation in this country. She's so young. There won't be another one in my lifetime, and maybe not yours. That's why I got the television. <laughs> I know, Dad. Look, I'll make sure I don't miss the coronation itself. Oh, it's just really warm in there and 
I just need a moment to cool down. Are you feeling all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I just got a bit overheated. I'm very impressed with the television, Bert. I bet it was expensive. I'm only renting it, Richard. But the way Margaret's talking about it, you'd think I was spending all our savings buying it. Mum told me how much it cost to rent it. It is quite a lot, Dad. It's only the two of us here now. We can afford it. Besides, she spends more time watching it than I have. (laughs) It doesn't matter what's on, she'll watch it. I'm thinking of getting one. In the future, I bet everyone will have one. It might become more popular than the radio. Well, I don't know about that. But it does seem a miracle that we can watch the Queen's coronation right inside Westminster Abbey, right in the room with the royal family, the Prime Minister and all the hoi polloi. It does seem like some kind of magic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, make sure you come through. You don't want to miss the coronation itself. You've already missed her arriving. You could see the carriage, all the crowds outside the abbey. It really was something. Right, I'm going to grab this slice of sponge because it's got my name on it. Then I'll save your mother from Len. See you in a minute, Dad. He's loving it, isn't he? He is. (laughs) You know, if I get my promotion, I think I'll get a television. No, we don't need a television. I've agreed you can get a car. But we definitely can't afford a television as well. We've just got a house. And you seem to forget. We've got a baby on the way. Uh, Is that...? Yep. My waters are broken. Are we having a baby today? Yep. Looks like it. Bloody hell. So yeah, I was born on the Queen's coronation. I was told there was quite a commotion because I came very quickly. No time to get a midwife. My mum had me right there on the kitchen floor. Half the street wandering in to check if my mum was all right. My dad running about flapping, not knowing what to do. Oh, my granddad asking people to give us space, trying to sit them down in front of the television, telling them to... Just stay there and watch the Queen get a bloody crown put on her head. (laughs) My gran sat between my mum's legs delivering me herself. So 24 years later, the Queen's Jubilee had more significance to us than most. In the passing 24 years, my granddad Bert had died and my gran got dementia and moved into our family home. Mostly she didn't recognise me which was sad. We were very close. My gran and granddad both saw me get into university though and that meant so much to granddad. Anyway, the Silver Jubilee was something of a miracle. You need to get your coat on, Mum. Where am I going? To a party. Where's Bert? He's not around anymore. Remember, Mum? Put your coat on for me. Am I going home now? You live with us now, Mum. This is your home. Don't be silly, my house isn't this big. It's my house, Mum. Do you remember? You moved in with us. Oh, yes. That's right. I live with you now, don't I? Yes, you do. 
But today, we're going to a party. That's exciting, isn't it? A party? Yeah, for the Queen's Silver Jubilee. There'll be a big buffet with lots of cakes. You like a buffet, don't you, Mum? Well, tell Bert to put his good shoes on. Just put your coat on for me, Mum. Are you taking me home? No, we're going to a party for the Queen's Silver Jubilee. Do you remember the coronation? Half the street was there. Everybody bought so much food. <laughs> That's right. You remember that, then? Of course I bloody remember it. You went and had a baby in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it was quite memorable. <laughs> You're all right, Gran. You looking forward to the party? Yes, thank you. Who's that? That's the baby I had in the middle of the bloody coronation party. Liz, remember? She's your granddaughter. Oh, right. Is it time for me programmes now? We're going out in a minute. Get your coat on for me. I'm pretty sure it's time for me programmes. Uh, Dad's going to record them for you, Gran. Mum, have you seen my red shoes? I can't find them anywhere. He's going to record them? Try the cupboard in the spare room. Okie doke. Oh, Mum, I won't be in tomorrow night. Um, Michael's taking me to the Grand to watch Rocky. Oh, okay. He's going to record them. Oh, you know what Richard's like. He jumps on any new technology that comes out. A bit like Dad did. I mean, Richard has more money, so he, he buys all sorts of stupid things he never uses. I mean, I hadn't even heard of a VCR. A VCR? Yeah. Apparently, you can record TV shows and watch them later. Right. It's recorded onto a big cassette. You know, I'm not going to allow Richard to watch Tomorrow's World anymore. He was watching it yesterday and they were showing these computers for the home. I just turned to him and I said, no, you don't need one. It'll cost the price of a holiday and I'd rather you took me on holiday. So, <laughs> you know, apparently they've got a computer at his work now. They do accounts on it. They write on it. It's very clever, but why would he want one at home? We've got a perfectly good typewriter and that barely gets used. Oh, why is nobody ready? We were supposed to leave ten minutes ago. It's a half hour drive. Where's Bert? He needs to put his good shoes on. Dad's not with us anymore. Do you remember, Mum? Maybe he's at the train station with Len. No, there isn't a train station anymore, Margaret. It closed down seven years ago. Come on, Mum. You still haven't put your coat on. You'll enjoy the party. It's going to be a buffet. It's the Queen's Silver Jubilee. Right, I'm ready. Good. Is everybody else ready? Can we finally leave? Come on, Mum. Do you need a hand? No, I'm all right. It's the Queen's Silver Jubilee, isn't it? It is. <laughs> you had a baby at the coronation. I had a granddaughter. <laughs> That's me, Gran. Oh, yes. Liz, you were a beautiful baby. You're all grown up now. I'm 23 now, Gran. Nearly 24. Oh, I'm getting married next year. <laughs> Where does all the time go? Look, we're all together. Bert would have loved this. A jubilee party with all the family. He would have loved this. He would. You're getting married? I am. 
His name's Michael. Do you remember? He's going to be at the party. So is Len. He's Michael's granddad. Bert's friend? Yeah. Should I remind him how much you like steam trains, Margaret? You better ruddy not. I married Michael and my gran made it to the wedding. I think she enjoyed it, even though she wasn't sure who I was. I was kind of hoping there would be another minor miracle, like at the Silver Jubilee, with lots of memories flooding back to her, and and then she'd look at me and say my name. But that didn't happen. We lost Gran six months after my wedding. And then we had two boys. And Michael got a job and and we moved to Birmingham. Life moved on. We still went back to Leek from time to time, although not often enough for my mum's liking. Then the Golden Jubilee came along in 2002 and we went back to Leek to celebrate with mum and dad. I can't even use this thing. The buttons are too small. I keep typing the wrong number. Give it here, I'll do it. Just get me the house phone. Most people have mobile phones now. You'll get used to it. They're very handy. They can be a lifesaver in emergencies. You remember when my car broke down in the middle of nowhere? Without my mobile, I'd have been there all night. I've lived without one for 74 years and I've been fine. I'll get the house phone, but you should keep that mobile on you when you go out. As I say, it's good for emergencies. One of the grandkids, probably Tom, has changed the ringtone. Now when it rings, it plays a song about liking big butts. It'd be embarrassing if it rang when I was out. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Tom. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise it was a phone you could get downloadable content on. Hmm. Right, anyway, I'll change the ringtone for you. Here's the house phone. Are you by chance phoning Liz on her mobile? Yeah. Why aren't you ringing her house phone? Should be on her way here. Yeah, it's handy when people have a mobile, isn't it? All right, I get the message. I'll keep it on me, but it doesn't change the fact that I can't use the stupid thing. Hiya, Liz. It's only me, just checking to see if you're on your way. Right, great. I'll see you in a minute. They've just pulled up at the front. Oh, right, I'll get the door. Hiya. Oh, hiya, Dad. Hiya, Michael. Do you need a hand with the luggage or anything? Uh, no, I've got it. All no. good. <laughs> All right. Oh, hello, Mum. Hiya, love. No, it's a shame the boys couldn't come. Oh, no, yeah, they're back at uni now. It'd be a long way for them to come just for a Jubilee dinner. Yeah, but it's a golden jubilee. She's been queen for 50 years. God, I know. It just keeps reminding me I'll be 50 next year. Oh, that's still young. Is it? Hiya, Julie. Hiya, Michael. I was just saying it's a shame the boys couldn't come. The Queen's jubilee isn't such a big thing for their generation. Hey, do you remember the last jubilee? Oh, it seemed like everyone had a big party. Uh, do you remember that we all went to Trevor and Beth's place in Newcastle? They had that big garden and they put up a marquee. All my family were there too, because me and Liz were only recently engaged. That's right. Oh, oh my mum loved that party. 
Well, she barely knew who I was, but at that party, she remembered who Liz was, and well, she even remembered who your granddad was, Michael. They had a long chat about Bert. Oh, it seemed like a miracle. I'd have loved another big party like that. Oh, this will be nice, Mum. Did you say you were doing a roast? Yeah, a leg of lamb. It's in the oven. Oh, that's why I'm here, Julie. Your roasts are legendary. Oh, I'm to toast our queen, of course. Oh, <laughs> All right, so here, can you take these glasses off me? Okay. Right, thank you. Right, who's for some bubbly? Yes, please. I wouldn't say no. Just a small one for me. To the Queen. The Queen. queen. Oh, that's nice. Hey, do you know we drove past where the Grand was? I almost forgot it wasn't there anymore. That's because it was still there when we moved to Birmingham. Oh, when was that? Oh, about 85? Yeah, it was. The kids were still toddlers. Uh, I think Tom was uh, three and Jack was two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, they were still toddlers. We looked after them for a few days while you moved. Yeah. I, it really doesn't seem that long ago to me. Yeah. Time really does fly as you get older. Hey, didn't we all take the boys to the Grand just before it closed? Yeah, yeah it was the following Christmas because uh, you all came to stay here. <laughs> that's mm. right. But the boys got bored and asked to leave. To be fair... It was a terrible film. You and Mum stayed to watch it all. Well, it was your mum who wanted to stay. I wanted to say goodbye to the theatre. I had a lot of fun memories there. My dad used to take me. He loved it even more than I did. Still, I felt a bit of a plonker. Eh? Two fifty-odd-year-olds sat watching Santa Claus the movie. Oh, that's <laughs> right, it was Santa Claus the movie. Oh, but yeah, I did feel a bit sad when we drove by. It's just a load of old flats now. Mm. Well, this has all got very depressing. <laughs> to the green! The queen. the queen! Oh, it is a shame that we're not having a big party then. Mm, this suits me fine. It would have been nice to have the boys here, though. Yeah, it would. But, you know, they're at university. And if you take a moment to think about that... and. How proud you and your dad were of the fact that I went to university. Yeah? <laughs> your dad would even introduce me to people as Richard, who's been to university. And here we are. Our daughter went, our son-in-law went, and our grandkids are there now. Can you imagine what Bert would have made of that? And yes, we used to have big parties and you know, the whole street would turn up, but that's because, because nobody had the opportunity to leave. Nowadays, kids get the chance to travel, see the country, the whole world even. And some choose to stay here and some choose to go elsewhere. And choice is a good thing. But when we were kids, young people, their parents, grandparents, were often all on the same street, the street they were born on. And that's why we had those big parties, because everyone was there. You know why Bert loved the cinema? Why he wanted a TV? because it gave him the opportunity to see the world. He would have loved it if his grandkids weren't at this party because they were at university. He really would have loved it, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> ah. So can I suggest another toast? 
to Bert and Margaret and to everyone who came before us and to those who would have loved to have been here now. Oh, and uh, to the Queen, of course. <laughs> ah, cheers. Oh, cheers. cheers. <laughs> My dad died six years later. He was 79. Then mum had a couple of falls and we decided she should move in with us. I also didn't like the idea of her being alone. She loved people. She didn't like being alone. Oh, she missed Dad. So did I. She didn't want to leave Leek, though. Leek was the only place she'd ever lived. So, on the Diamond Jubilee in 2012, we took her back to Leek. It's a long way to drive just to get some dinner. Oh, it'll be nice to see Leek again, though, won't it? Yeah. You moved in with us in 2009. It's nearly three years since you last saw Leek. Yeah, it'll bring back fond memories. Yes. <laughs> Besides, you've spent every jubilee in Leek since the coronation. It will be nice to see it again. It does make me think about your dad. I know. I miss him. <laughs> yeah. I do too. Do you know what he'd have liked this, though, wouldn't he? A meal out? A couple of drinks to toast the Queen on a diamond jubilee? <laughs> hey, he much preferred that to a party. Yes, I, I was the one who liked parties. <laughs> no, this'll be nice. Oh, we've booked a, a nice B&B too. Are the boys doing anything nice for the Jubilee? I don't know. I don't think so. Do you know what? They're always too busy to talk to me these days. To be fair, they've both got their hands full. Babies and jobs equals no sleep. It was nice to see them this Christmas. They're doing well, aren't they, Liz? Yeah, they are. I can't believe that they've both got families. I still think of them as children themselves. I know. We're coming up to the memorial roundabout. They're getting rid of it this year. People have been protesting it. Oh. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? We all seem to come back in time to say goodbye to things. Goodbye, roundabout. Goodbye, roundabout. Goodbye, roundabout. <laughs> nice to see it before it goes, though. Yeah. I'm going to park in the market square so we can have a wander round whilst it's still light. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, they've turned the Foxlow Hotel into an art centre. Local people, just volunteers, have done it. We should take a look, as it's opposite the car park. Right. Here we are. Do you have any change for the parking? Oh, yeah, I've uh, I've got some in my purse. I'll just get a ticket. Right, come on, Mum. Uh, give me your hand. 
Have you got your stick? It's uh, it's in the boot, I think. Okay, I'll get it. There you go. Here's your coat too. Does everyone have everything? Do you know what? We're not going far. We can always uh, we can always come back to the car. Let's check out this art centre. when it was the Link Trades and Labour Club. Yeah, it's been a lot of things over the years. It's a great building. I like the idea of it being something for the community, not just turned into flats like everything else has been. There's a bit of a step here, Mum. Oh, I, I can thank you. I could see it, love. Hey, is it nice to be back in Leek? Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> always feel like home to me. If you grow up in a place, it becomes part of you. It'll always be my home. All my family came from here. We were all so close. Mum, Dad, both grands and granddads. I lived through the Second World War here. I remember boys from my street. Not much older than I was. Going off to fight. We were frightened for them. They felt like family. This is my home. Just through this door here, Mum. Let me switch the light on. So we thought we thought you might like a jubilee party, Mum. So everyone's here. Uh, Jack, Tom, Lisa, Dawn, the kids, old friends who are still in league. And we've got a buffet. You like a buffet, don't you, Mum? That was a great party. Mum loved it. But now, my mum's story's nearly over. Except to say, we decided to have another party for the Platinum Jubilee in 2022. Could I have everyone's attention? Liz would like to make a toast. Oh, thanks, Michael. Hi. <laughs> My mum was born in 1929. And she died in 2021, just a week before her 92nd birthday. She was buried in Leek, next to her beloved husband, Richard, and near to her mum and dad, Bert and Margaret. Oh, sorry. Now, she was hoping to make it to the Platinum Jubilee, and she nearly did. She loved the Diamond Jubilee party so much. She loved a gathering of family and friends and, well, I promised mum that I'd do a party for the Platinum Jubilee. <laughs> she said it was what we all needed after the lockdown restrictions, so, so thank you all for coming. <sighs> she would have loved this. Right, <laughs> so, can I please have a toast to Julie and the Queen? 
to Julie and the Queen. One Family Four Jubilees was written and directed by Patrick McConnell and produced by Lynn Payne for Rotten Park Road Productions. With Jacqueline Redwell as Margaret, Adam Spears as Bert and Michael, Patrick Bridgman as Richard, Victoria Gotham as Julie, and Lynn Payne as Liz. Recorded by Tim Vickerstaff at Hollow Moon Media League.